Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Hey, real quick. Uh, if you see uh, a notification to update to Windows 11, just ignore that joint. Just just, just go right <laughs> past it. Just leave it. Windows 10 is fine. Go ahead, Ryan. All right. This episode <laughs> is sponsored by Windows 11. Make sure you take your update. <laughs> uh, this episode is sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. This is your opportunity to make that Magical playlist, the one that you want to play all day long, that you don't want to skip any music. You can go to Amazon Unlimited right now. You can get your uh, subscription for $7.99 and you can get an Echo Dot for $4.99, which usually costs about $40. But right now there's a special. So go to getamazonmusic.com backslash track stars to get your $4.99 Amazon Echo today. All right. Man, I love you guys. Thank you guys for helping me through that. Um, basically, what happened is Windows 11 uh, changed all of the settings of OBS. So I had to go back and figure out where all the audio channels were supposed to be. But anyway, doesn't matter now. We have the awesome <laughs> Miss Ty Scott King in the building with hey, us. What's going on? Hey. What up, no, doctor. It's, a, it's already doctor. been an adventure. Doctor, I'm a doctor? <laughs> Yeah, you just helped Ryan out in some of his fears. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a counseling session uh, while, while we were working on all that. <laughs> I'm traveling again, y'all. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Ty Scott, thank you so much for hanging out with us and bearing with all that. Miss um, Ty Scott King, you're right. Miss Ty. Um, can you, Ty, uh, you have convinced me that there are no snakes on a plane. I'm getting on a plane again. <laughs> My friend was on that movie. Actually. Really? Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! Does he want you to say his name, or wants to <laughs> remain she, anonymous? She, she, okay. <laughs> Katie Albert. Okay. The, okay. Um, wow. The lady who played, I think, Cat Williams' girlfriend or something. Oh wow! Was uh -oh. Cat Williams oh. in that movie? Or am I, I think you're thinking about, about Soul Plane? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Cat oh Williams. Cat Williams wasn't with Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. I don't see the two of them getting That's along. Why, like, so. are you sure she uh, is proud of this? <laughs> so plain, my bad. She's just All right, Miss so Ty Scott. Miss Ty Scott King. Miss Ty Scott King, yeah. can you please tell them how awesome you are? Tell them your story. Yeah, for sure. I already told them that they could just call me Ty, please, because it's like it's, it's so King. Long. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I am a, a poet and a hip hop artist. I um, started out in elementary school, actually, in a gifted music program. Learned how to play all kinds of instruments that I don't remember how to play now, except for the piano. Um, and just knew at the age of eight that I loved to write poetry. Felt like that was my secret passion that I just wanted to keep to myself. And then when I got to high school, people were like, hey, write me a love poem, fix this love poem for me. So that was, I should have been making money actually now when I think back, but I used to help people out with that. Um, after college, moved out to LA, met some really incredible people who are still instrumental in my life today and started going to a venue called the Poetry Lounge. It's uh, the number one running poetry spot in the country to this day and uh, started traveling, doing poetry. I know Ryan is like, traveling? You were on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Why? <laughs> um, started traveling as a poet, going to the National Poetry Slams, and just really God was carving out this space for me that was like beyond my wildest dreams. So left LA, moved to Atlanta, 
started a group called Platinum Souls, was in the group for eight years, mm. got did a lot of incredible things, billboard charts, traveling all over the world, all amazing things. And then in what, 2009, he was like, okay, it's time to leave the group. And I was like, to do what though? <laughs> like, thank you for telling me it's time to go, but where, where is, where is we going, Lord? Um, so yeah. I went to Dothan, Alabama, the smallest city I'd ever lived in in my whole life. And God did some amazing things for me there, um, built me up in ways that I could not have imagined um, and allowed poetry and hip hop to resurface in my life. Uh, was on the Billboard charts again with Hart Ramsey and just had a lot of incredible experiences. Got to go to the Potter's house a few times and I was like, okay, Lord, like, okay, all right, this is amazing. And I uh, just kept traveling from there and then God allowed me to meet my husband. He's a producer, he's also a chef. So a lot of things always cooking. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we, uh, we moved down here to LA in 2015, moved full circle back to Cali. And um, since then, God has just continued to open doors. It's, it's It blows my mind when I'm like, it's been like legit 20 something years that I've been doing this. And I'm grateful that people still want to interview me, still want to, still want to feature me on stuff, still give me platforms. It's a blessing. And oh. so that's, that's everything in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah, that is good. That's really good. What are you about to say, Sean? Are you about to say something? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say just, well, I think for us, like us in the Atlanta scene knew about Platinum Souls. So talk about mm -hmm. how that got started. Because I know, I know I've been down here since 99-ish. And yeah. um, I remember running into you guys at events and shows and seeing you guys do stuff, the Holy Hip Hop Awards. But just yeah. talk about all, like, how did you get into that group with Ricardo Flo? How y'all started that and everything? Yeah, for sure. So actually what people don't know is that there were, we, we were trying to make the group four of us. <laughs> so with oh, me, wow. Flo, a singer named Netta, and a singer who used to go by J Mall, who now is Aaron J. And actually, um, on No Greater Love is a song that I recently released. He and I are on that song together. So um, oh. he, it was the four of us in the beginning. Netta was kind of like, ah, I'm trying to do my own thing. I don't, I don't really know, but I'll, I'll feature on some stuff. So we did that for a few months. And then we got signed by a label about a year in. By that time, it was the three of us, <clears throat> myself, Ricardo, and Aaron. And so we were a, a trio for about a year and a half. And then Aaron had all these contracts he was signing. He was young, incredibly talented. He was just like, I'm just trying to do my, I'm just trying to go with whoever <laughs> wants to take me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he was just signing his name on every dotted line he could imagine. <laughs> and one day the people were like, look, we need you to fly to New York and fulfill these contracts. So that left Flo and I. And I was doing poetry, that's what I'd been doing. I always joked and said I had MC fantasies, you know, I would mimic people. But when Jay left the group, I was like, okay, I just felt like God was saying, I need to, I need you to step into to something else. Like you've been playing around, now it's now it's go time. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll I'm gonna start rapping. So the first two or three mixtapes, it was just like I was trying to find my find my flow, find my style. But um, we met actually just at a radio station. At, um, Boogie Bless had a radio show and mm -hmm. he invited me on to do some poetry. Flo and Aaron were there and Flo and I stayed afterwards and just talked, clicked on a lot of different cylinders. We're like, okay, we'll just, we'll just work together. We'll help each other. And we did not know it was gonna lead to a group. And one day it was like, okay, we think we're a group. Um, I guess we need a name and people kept saying, you know, I hope y'all go platinum. So we're like, well, if we go platinum, we want to go platinum with souls. Mm -hmm. 
And that's where mm. Platinum Souls came mm. from. So um, it was an incredible nine years. Definitely had a lot of a lot of highs, a lot of highs, and just all the road trips, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna keep messing with Ryan about this, but I, I, <laughs> I, I am sensitive to your fears. I don't want to. I don't want to seem insensitive. Oh no, they're not. They, I, I don't. You know. Because they're, okay. they're not really fears. When we I come think back, we're going to talk about Ryan's that. fear of traveling. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next time. A... So, so, can you talk to and maybe tell people, like, all right, um, when they're in situations where, like you said, everything going good, boom, boom, and God says move, how does that make you feel? Because I think sometimes people be in situations and they just like, I got to stick it out. I got to do this. And God could be giving you signs to move, but. You like the situation. So what, what right. would you give advice to somebody of that nature? Yeah, I I know it's it's hard. Um, what I tell people is that when God said move, I career-wise or ministry-wise, I don't like to career, ministry-wise, it was up here. But mm. in my spirit, like me as a person, not as Ty, who was part of this group, I was I was here. I needed to be filled up. And so God created an opportunity for me to go to Dothan and just sit a place where they knew me, but they were like, Pastor Ramsey didn't play that. He's like, look, people need to come here. They're stars, but they need the word. So leave them alone when they come here. Um, so I would encourage anybody who's at that place where you know God is telling you he's making it, whether he's making it uncomfortable or not, because he definitely made it uncomfortable in Platinum Souls. And it was like, or for me, it was like, yeah, I, I got to go because I'm just, I'm boxed in at this point. Um, if God is saying it, be obedient. There's blessed. There's so many blessings on the other side of our obedience. And because we we're scared or we're comfortable, all those things can keep us trapped. Like I, when I left the group I, or when the group ended, let me say it that way. I was like, I don't know if I'll do music. I know I got this poetry book I'm about to release and I'm good just doing poetry. And God was, he just started giving me songs months in and I was like, okay, one day I realized I got an album. Okay. I guess I'm gonna drop an album. And wow. it just kept going from there, but God definitely knows <laughs> the best way for us. So if we can get out of ourselves, push our fear to the side, push our pride to the side, whatever it is, and just be obedient, he has better. And it's, it's hard. It's uncomfortable. It's sad. Like I cried many tears. But now I'm like rejoicing because I see God has so much more in store for me. Yeah. And it wasn't just about yeah. more than platinum souls. It was just more for Ty that I could never exceeding abundantly. That's why I named my first album E320. Ephesians 320, he will do exceeding abundant above all that we can ask, think, or imagine. And mm -hmm. I've seen it. So any any chance wow. of a reunion <laughs> tour? That's a good place to ask a question. <laughs> we actually, uh, when was it? A couple of years ago, the Sanctuary in Atlanta, shout out to Stephen Gibbs. Um, the Sanctuary was one of the places that Platinum Souls ministered at a lot. I think we were probably on the very first Sanctuary show um, 10, 12 years ago now. And um, we actually did a show, I think it was 2019. Uh, we did a couple songs together at the Sanctuary. And as far as what, is in the future, I would say no. But again, God always has the final say. So if he's like, do it, then I'm gonna do it. Cause he knows. Mm. Mm. 
Okay. So I have something funny to tell you, uh, Ty. So we used to be co-workers of Boogie Bless. Um, myself and Sean, we worked at Radio 1, 107.9, 97.5, yeah. uh, 102.5. From 2001 to 2009 was how long I was there. Um, how much have you seen urban Christian music um, progress or, or change? Um, and are you happy with the state of where it is from when you first started it? Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of changes. My husband and I were just talking about it the other day. Like, I, I'm happy with the fact that the gospel is going for it. Like, mm -hmm. when I open for a secular artist or I go into a club, I know what I'm there to do. I'm there to spread the gospel. So it doesn't matter to me what people say, as long as the fruit is that souls are impacted. So I'm happy about that part. Um, what makes me nervous as you know, most people who are following Christian hip hop know about a situation that just became exposed is that part of it. Like we get so elevated and I, I think people have a part in that. Like you can see somebody and treat them a certain way because they're a quote unquote star. So you put people on a pedestal, then people mm -hmm. start to get the big head. Cause it's like, well, you're putting me on a pedestal. I deserve to be here. And it just, it gets all crazy. So that's the part that I'm nervous about is that there aren't enough people, pastors, friends to say, look, I need you to stay grounded. It's not about these things. It's not about getting away with stuff because ultimately God sees everything that we're doing and we're, we never really get away with anything. Um, so I'm, I am excited about where Christian hip hop is now or whatever people want to call it, CHH, holy hip hop. But I just want <laughs> to... My prayer is that people stay grounded and stay connected to people who are really uh, speaking to them as people, not as talent. Yeah, that's mm, good. That's so good. tell so tell everybody what's coming up next for you. Like, what are you working on now? What what can we expect? Yeah, what's coming up next is I'm still promoting uh, No Greater Love, which is the single that Aaron J and I um, released. And um, I believe I'll be in Atlanta in a couple months for the... Um, the Holy Hip Hop Awards nominated okay. for a few of those awards. So I'm, I'm thankful and, and I'd like to be there in hopes of accepting one or two of them <laughs> and just seeing people for real, just seeing people. But um, yeah. so still working that project because it's an incredible song and I really want more people to, as many people to hear it as possible. Um, I just released a children's book. It's called How Lily Miss Saved the Lilliputian Tree, Tongue Twister. Um, so promoting that book for sure. Writing is my base passion. Everything I do comes out of that. So more books, more music, more poetry. It's it's not gonna stop until I die. Wow. That's awesome. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. So so again, tell people how to follow you and support. Yeah, for sure. Uh you can follow me at tyscottking.com. That will take you to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all things. You can buy the books, you can buy the projects, you can buy the uh, singles again. That's tyscottking.com. T y s c o t t k i n g. dot com. Awesome, Ty, Miss Ty Scott King. Thank, thank you for you hanging so out much. with us today. Legendary. We appreciate Ryan. Thank we'll you for the counseling. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Yo, what's good? This is Mike Stars from Track Stars. And if you're a music artist and you haven't already signed up for Nectar Distribution, 
honestly, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. So let me tell you about it. You get unlimited uploads of your music throughout the year. You also keep 100% of the rights. You get to use our one-of-a-kind single maximizer tool in which not only do we push your music to the streaming sites like Spotify, Google Play, and Tidal, but we also push it to music blogs so you can get more eyes on your music. And the best part about it is it's only $19.99. No, not a month, but a year. Again, what are you doing? I don't know what you're doing with your life. Go ahead and sign up today for Nectar Distribution at NectarDistro.com, and we'll see you inside. Hold on. Tell you made this. Stuck in a box, I'm uncaged. Big stepping with that car on a wall, it's not dope. And in the hood, the same scheme that I see all trapped. I said he's seeking, he will find you, and that's no map. I've been dodging, swerving, switching lanes, that's with no bat. I can hear them talking, straight uppercase, that's all cap. I've been giving them my all, you would thought it was summer, how they prayed on my phone. Trying to get all what's popping, I'm gonna give me all my walk. No stepping, ain't I think I've been all game. Set me in the back, I didn't bleed out. Westside came about the back, brought the team out. Shots up, even when I miss, you get the rebound. Asking me, oh, I'm a make you don't see how. Okay, I got my bread like pesos. I got my back a rich city Latino. I came up a prompting. I ain't get a veto. My joy been stolen. I'm pulling on Rico. Ready back in the day, got my highlights on replay. I've been on my grind. Yeah, I've been on that raceway. No take it, kid. Bitch going nuts like a payday. I've been here that talking. It's glowing in no way. Glow. Dark high when it's time for the glow. History in the bay like me an oracle. You know what I'm saying? Cause the words is an oracle. Cause it was in oracle. You know what I'm saying? Pull up on us. Take bars. This is cool. Really from the bank as we dipping out at 80. St. Louis born for Vallejo. Really crazy. I'm holy and I'm hyphy and I'm meek and I'm made. Sliding through your hood, no hard pass like the baby. 415 on the block as I beat her. Time to live in foul in the paint, no one sees her. West no for fire, so tell they spirit heater. No problem saying, but a problem saying Jesus. Got it tatted on my heart, so 707.
wipe me down, walk it out, cut us out, raise me. Used to think that I was corny, cut they won't play me, but don't play me. Highline bling in the make it Your love and you want to feel with who the track stars all right man it's entertainment report time it's so man it's so much oh it's so much all right so first off you know um honestly i didn't know how to talk about the gavi situation and i was like well and I talked to my wife about it and I talked to the, the fellas about it. And so what we're going to do, we're going to have a conversation about it um, at, like in around in a few minutes after the entertainment report. But I'm going to give you the what happened and what the facts and what, what we learned. And then we're going to details later. So, all right. So um, the Gabby situation started by Gabby the divorce. Um, he posted a, um, a IG post that said, you know, I'm getting divorced, blah, 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 this and that. And then it got deleted. Um, um, then um, Catafat, known for her artwork and speaking out for women in our space, um, knew about the situation, tweeted out. Years ago, I made an album artwork for Gavi. For my next project, I'm going to make a collage of all the unagged, unagged for blank pics he sent to women while he was still married. Once that tweet hit, then retweets in the community started spreading and posts. And you know what I mean? The crew posted something and then all this stuff just started changing everything. Um, I think Reach Records knew about um, hearing some stuff from Lecrae and Trip on a um, podcast that they did just like a day ago. Um, they talked about, they knew about certain stuff, but I don't think they knew about everything. So uh, Reach Records with all this coming out about Gabi dropped them from the label and had a press release um come out that stated um due to the behavior um that is inconsistent with our core values we have ended our professional relationship with gavi this was a tough decision for us because of the level of complexity and because we invest in our artists not just for their talent but also as brothers and sisters in christ this is something we um have been processing for over a year and have wrestled with what would um with what would be the right way forward the new details new details that we provided made us realize today's decision was necessary we also want our actions to be re, um, to be a reflection of love, care, and concern for those who fell 
and those who are affected by our failures. Each of us needs God's grace, and we invite you to pray for the families and individuals whose lives are being impacted. This is not a chance to throw anybody away. We continue to hope for restoration to be the outcome. We are saddened by the news, and our thoughts and prayers are for everyone involved that that healing may take place, and ultimately God's will be done through the incredible through this incredible difficult time. So yeah, man. So pray for everybody in this situation. It's very, it's very messy. It's very harsh. It's it's hitting everybody. I think I think it it was like a tidal wave through the community this week um, of so much stuff, man. So please lift up prayers for um, his wife, his kids, everybody. This is everybody, man. Just pray for the situation, man. So all right. So let's get let's get let's get into some more um, um, some some other news um rapzilla 2022 freshman list nominees you can go and vote for the nominees at the rapzilla at rapzilla.com voting ends next thursday night february 10th um some some dope names they got on there so i was like wow you can go vote for them show baraka book nominated for an award show baraka released his book um in may of 2021 he saw that it was good with with the subtitle reimagine reimagining your creative life to repair a broken world christianity today nominated as a finalist for best faith-based fiction and non-fiction for the audibles so i'm mean, sorry for the audies so shout out to show baraka for for his book all right um shout out to our girl aaron knight launches the excellence academy the excellence academy is an educational mentorship mm-hmm. organization created to empower and equip both artists and executives with skills to effectively and consistently monetize their ideas established in january 2022 by um seasoned industry veteran Aaron Knight um, is going by it's the Excellence Academy, but it's also T will include industry uh, mentors from BET Music Supervisors, Spotify team members, Billboard charting artists, um, Trippy Red marketing team, um, Billboard charting artists, iHeartRadio, Reach Records executives, and Westbrook Media, which is a Will and Jada Smith's production company. The Excellence um, Academy will serve as a hub for networking, education, and business development for for music executives and entrepreneurs. Created T because excellence is a lifestyle, she said. You have to be able to execute at a high level in order to monetize your ideas, and I want to give creatives the keys to drive the careers and brands in a profitable direct direction. So, hey, man, um, they got a lot going on. Um, if you want more information about this, you can go to www.theexcellentacademybit.biz. Again, www.theexcellentacademy.biz. So shout out to her, man. She's always doing big things, man. Just to see what Erin has come to gone, man. She's just amazing, man. Shout out mm-hmm. to her. All right, man. One another big thing that happened this week in our space, Thizzle. Man, if you haven't seen this live about Thizzle, man, you got to go check it out. Um, after the Gabi situation happened, Thizzle went live a few days later, had a CHH. He had a CHH State of the Union type live. He talked about the following. He talked about women in CHH. He challenged the men in CHH to stop blaming women for stuff that men should take accountability for in their own lives. He talked about God slash Jesus in CHH. He said he never saw it, seen Jesus behind the scenes in CHH. He said he heard Jesus in music and saw Jesus proclaimed from stages. But when it came to business and how things was handled, it's not Jesus. He said he said that. He also touched on did the OGs fail the new generation of CHH. He stated that he felt the new generation doesn't want to want to listen and take wisdom from the OGs. He feels some want he feels some wants to want to, but others. Um, um, I'm sorry. He feels some want to do what they want to do without accountability. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he, he touched, of course, on the Garvey Reach record stuff. He touched on snakes in the industry. He touched on a fanatic situation, which shocked me. The, the fanatic moments, like, yo, if you if you bring if you bring war to us, I got I, I, it's war time. I was like, oh okay. So uh, so um, and he had many more. It, if you want to see the live, it, it's very good. It's on um, his um, Twitter page. He's, he pinned it to the top, so you can just watch it. It's like an hour and, and it's some change and. Man, it was a very good one. It was refreshing to hear it. It was very refreshing. So, all right, copper section this week. YB, glass ceiling, uh, Roma Jesse, and not Clyde 222. Zay Hill, when it hurts, a story by Isaiah Hill, New Tone, the most high EP, DJ Standout, comeback single, J Monty, concert on Zion single, Stephen Malcolm, respect single, Mowgli the Iceberg, hypocrite single, KJ52, coming, doing some stuff, Buster. Buster Bussin single and um Deshaun Shante Don't Riot single. All right, and you can hear some of them songs on the milk playlist, our very own milk playlist. And um, for um all the lovers out there who love that RB, Christian RB, we got you too, the feel good playlist. Miss Ty Scott King, do you want to promote anything right here? Yeah, for sure. Uh, no Greater Love is my latest single with Aaron J. So that's available on all digital outlets and also one way. I dropped <laughs> I dropped something. I dropped a video. It was just one verse. People were like, wait, you need to drop a single. So one way is also available. And then you can go back and get the whole catalog of stuff since forever, ever. <laughs> dope, mm. dope. And that's it for me. Ryan, you got anything? No, no, no. Just shout out to everybody who released on Nectar this week. We appreciate your support. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey, guys, this is Miracle from Track Stars. I wanted to make sure you guys know all about the official Track Stars universe. So if you'd like a free Track Stars t-shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts and exclusive content and of course direct access to your favorite radio host then this is for you make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official that's trackstars.com forward slash official Listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're listening to the Track Stars. You know what time it is. We got 
in the field. Track stars. Get it, got it, good. That's Ain't no podcast beef. We got respect for y'all. Yeah. But respect the grind, baby. Respect the grind. I gotta go get the I gotta get the flex bombs today. Respect the grind. So I pull out my Bible to school and It's too many rappers who don't know their mission They want my position Too caught up in numbers Or caught up in wondering if I'm a Christian Now that the world to the king is back We out here smoking that demon pack You can tell Lucifer go get his shooters And look for a city where Jesus at I like to move it, move it Jumped off the porch, now I'm just cooling I had to change my mood in life When I woke up, it's not just Judy I like to move it, move it So please get out the way, excuse me I like to move it, move it. Jump off the porch now, I'm just cooling. And I'm coming in.
What's good? It's Zanti. We follow Jesus. You know the movement. You're in the field with the track stars. Yes, sir. All right, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, but all things track stars, you know, you got to go check out trackstarswithaz.com. You got to follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and download the app. Hey. Okay, so um, obviously a lot has happened this week. Um, we've been watching and seeing the reactions and um, knowing that our time would come and uh, to talk about this, but we, we wanted to talk about it a little differently. We've heard all the news and all that kind of stuff, but... I want to get into more so um, why is this happening? Uh, why? And and just in case you didn't know, uh, this is not the first time this has happened. Um, this There's been a lot of stories of artists um, uh, failing over the years. Um, so I kind of want to talk about and, and I, I'm going to specify this towards the men um, just because that's what we have been. Um, charged with doing over the years is is we've been um discipled a lot of young men over the years and we've seen some fail and we've seen seen some succeed so we have a little bit of insight on on what can cause uh you to go either way but i want to kind of really get into what's going on out here um specifically for the artists there seems to be this is my take on it all right we started doing this in the early 2000s um, for the most part. And what I see is that a lot of the older artists were doing the same things that we're talking about today, but they were hiding it a lot better. Um, what I'm noticing is that the newer artists, there's been an erosion of um, decorum publicly. Like they're they're more willing to do some of this stuff more publicly, um, but it's the same behavior that was done privately before. So what do we do? Which is which is worse? You know, a lot of people feel like what's happening now is worse. I understand why because it's embarrassing um, to have all this stuff out in the open. But I'll say that I've seen a lot worse done privately when I was younger. Um, this is an ongoing problem. I'll I'll share why I think um, some of this is happening and what can be done, not just for artists, but for everybody out there listening, uh, especially the men, because, you know, that's that's the experience I have. So I can't I can't help too much beyond that. But what do you guys um, feel is causing these um, private failures and also seemingly more and more public um, shameless failures from a lot of these artists. Jeremiah, what you think? <laughs> Man, you know how this goes. Why are you coming to me first? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan begged me not to make him go first this time. <laughs> no, y'all know how this goes. I feel like Shaq. Y'all know the order. <laughs> um, I think I, I, I kind of said this on our phone call. Um, I think I think what it is is people are not free to share their struggles. So I think in the past, what you said, people hide and stuff. They hide it because they like, well, if I share my stuff, 
it's the beatdown comes. It's not grace. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I mean, we, you, me and Sean could talk about this when people from our past church, from like um, we was in a group called Destinations when they when somebody hit like some something came out, that person was like, it was it was almost like they got hazed almost. You know what I'm saying? Versus walking like kind of like what um, Miss Todd Scott King said earlier was like, or oh, Miss Todd, I'm something. I'm sorry. Like I said, like I said earlier, like helping people walk through this, you know what I mean, and continue to walk with them even after restoration happened, you know what I mean. So I think for men, and and like I said earlier, that I think men are scared to say what they are doing, and um, you know, and scared to just really share where they are, you know what I mean? Because if you share where you are. That now you're you're waiting for the you're some people waiting for the judgment. Like, all right, come on, come with the judgment. See what, what you're gonna say. You know what I mean? And I just think if more men would one one accountability, I think that's real and real accountability, not your homeboy accountability, not like yo, um, yo Ryan, I messed up in this. You're Ryan, like, oh, it's all good, bro. You mean you did You want that? You know what I mean? Not even like tough love, but just even enough real love to be like, okay, bro, what we need to do. You know what I mean? Do we need to do X, Y, Z? What we, what we need to do? You know what I mean? Because I love you, but this is making me mad at you right now. You know what I mean? You keep falling in the same area. So I think that's one of the things. Um, um, real freedom. People, real freedom. And what comes with real freedom is people really being open enough to say, you know, this is why I am, especially men. I think that's the problem with men. And I think, honestly, kind of like what um, Bizzle was saying, like, women ain't going to go nowhere, bro. So... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta change you you know what i mean you gotta want to say you know what there's a scripture in job that says uh um i decided not to look lustfully at a woman like like just like you gonna really have to really go there you know what i mean or are you just gonna be like you know it is what it is you know what i mean and if you at, it is what it is then you're going to go down the, that road you know what i mean you know what i mean one door opens and then another door opens and another door opens and you want to keep walking down that road into that trap and Man, I I just say that for men, like man, um, and like I said, I think all of us are on this on this podcast. If we're not, we're just giving y'all advice. We're not saying like you know we got it together because that's not our goal. You know what I'm saying? Our goal to be more like Christ, be more sanctified like Him, and actually got to help us in areas that we know we need help in. But I would just say for men out there that I think freedom and really talking about it and really having a not platform, but just having somebody that they could talk to. So that's my thoughts. Ms. Ty Scott, what do, you, what do you think is going on? Uh, I agree with what Jeremiah was saying. It's it's a lot of, um, you know, people are scared to talk about how they're really going through stuff. But then I, I also think it could be also, I don't want to ruin my status, you know? Mm. I, early, earlier, I talked about how people put us on a platform and then we kind of buy into that if we don't have the right level of accountability and understanding of the fact that God put us there, not people. But I do think that some people are concerned about losing, um, you know, people's favor, opportunities, money, because, you know, they're making money. This is for my family. This is how I support myself. And so that uh, fear of losing all those material things, I think, plays a big role in not wanting to admit what's going on either. Because yeah. you're going to shun me, doors going to get closed in my face, you know, it's all going to collapse. And I've definitely been there. I <laughs> I remember one time I, I thought I was texting this dude 
And this was when I was in Platinum Souls. I thought I was texting this dude and it wasn't anything crazy, but I texted my pastor's wife by accident. And she called me like, wait, what, what's going on here? Like, do we need to have a conversation? <laughs> I mean, she was quick to snatch me up. And I think that's, people are concerned. Uh, like a lot of times people who are put in our lives as artists to be accountable to us are just turning into yes men and yes women. We don't need that. We really need people who are like, look, you need to keep your soul grounded. Like this platform is a is a blessing. You're not it's, you're not entitled to this. Like you don't have to have this. God has given it to you, and you have a responsibility. So Jeremiah Ryan wouldn't know about that because he doesn't like Spider Man. But you know, <laughs> with great, <laughs> with great um, whatever comes great responsibility. So <laughs> you know, I think mm -hmm. it, it plays. All these people who we allow into our circle, who we allow to speak to us, like Jeremiah was saying, you know, sometimes you just have people who are down for whatever. Like, oh, you fell yesterday? That's cool, man. You could get right back up on that stage. And I I had people like that in my circle and I had to let them go because I'm like, no, y'all don't understand. This, these people are, God cares about these people. I can't just be out here doing whatever I want to do. And I, I butter pee. Butterfee um, made a, a post and I really appreciated it because she really focused on the fact that we are accountable to God first and foremost, and we have to live our lives in a way that reflects that. And I think that that's what's lost. We, oh, God is just out there. He's not necessarily in this situation. When I'm texting this person, he's not looking over my shoulder. He's everywhere all the time. And we have a real responsibility to reflect his light at all times. Hi, Ryan. It's on you, bro. Okay. What you think? Man, you know, first of all, I want to salute uh, Thizzle um, because when I was listening to his his video, he made so many points. Right. He talked about um, you're going to have to put this shoe on and if it fits, it's on you. Right. But if you if you put the shoe on, be ready for me to lace it up. Right. That was a cool analogy because he was saying, like, OK, if you if you want to step out here and find out whether or not you're one of these people, be prepared to have me tell you, you know, how to check yourself. And so I think that's what it's really about. You know, I talked to you guys about this scenario on our call about how. A lot of this has to do with the environment, has to do with the way we're raised, it has to do with our values. Um, it has to do with, uh, you know, what we what we tried to leave behind when we walked into this Christian lifestyle and whether or not we were honest about what we left behind or what we were dealing with at that time. And how now that we're in this lifestyle, now that we're sold out for Jesus, like what are the things that we still need to to work with? Because God says, come to me as you are. And so when we come to him as we are, there's things that we still need help with. And I think that was one of the main things uh, when I talk about environment. I watched somebody go down a real dark, you know, not dark hole, but I watched somebody, you know, give it all up because um, they couldn't stop smoking weed. Right. And I was like, well, you know, your job is dependent on you not smoking weed because they drug test randomly. And of course, this person got drug tested and they lost their job. And I was talking to him and I was just like, so what was it about that? That what what is it that you cannot put that stuff down and walk away from it? And they just told me, they said, you know, it's real hard when you walk into your parents' house and it's on the kitchen table and you got your brother and your cousins and your sister all sitting there like, hey, right after dinner, we're going to light this up. And I thought about it and I was like, wow, 
That is really hard because you almost have to turn away the ones you love in order to get away from what you're trying to run from. And I think that's a lot of where we were raised, right? Like I, I know I came from a, a, a big uh, background of, you know, men in my family who I think were womanizers, right? Um, things that I saw, things that I experienced, things that were told to me um, at a very young age. And I think a lot of us have a perverted way of seeing sexuality. Um, and so we have to work on, we have to be educated on those things. You know, I remember back in seventh grade when we had um, sex education, it was something everybody laughed at um, because, again, when I was in seventh grade, people were already experimenting. They were already doing a lot of that stuff. So they kind of laughed it off. But I was kind of sitting there like, well, I guess I need to know this stuff. I mean, they're teaching it to me in school. So I think it's one of those things where um, we have to be reminded of where we are um, and what we're struggling with and where we are as a people and how many people might be dealing with it and where we can get the help, right? And so I think that being able to educate young, I mean, I'm dealing with this right now where I've got an eight-year-old daughter and I'm thinking like any day now, we got to have this conversation, right? Um, so being able to educate, you know, um, and making sure that men are educated, making sure that women are educated, and then not letting them see too much on social media and movies and television, because it will teach your children things. It'll teach young adults things that are not right. And that's where Hollywood comes in to really pervert and distort what it is that God made sex for. And so when we have these sexual sins, it's because we have gotten way too desensitized to a, a lot of what we see. And I think a lot of times we can look at it and say, okay, well, uh, I'm not as bad as this person, or I'm not doing as bad as that. Or, you know, it's like different things that we, we look at when we see sin and we try to compare ourselves to other people. I think Thizzle talked about that as well. When it's like, you see somebody falling and you're like, well, you use their fall to make yourself feel better. So I think that's where a lot of our problem comes in. Oh, yeah. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. yeah. Um, the Blessing Report said Christians talk from um, vulnerability, restoration, and reconciliation instead of the Bible says put these people out of the church. They have crept into the church unaware. Wolves. The model. This model's trash. Now, um, I forgot who on our call said this, and they said something that was really good. They said, "Are do we do we have people in our church?" that we think are wolves in sheep's clothing, but they're already sheeps in wolves' clothing. And it was like, what that means is like, they just need somebody to help them out of that behavior like Ryan just talked about. They need somebody to yeah. help them walk out a life that they never seen before. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody who comes in a church and they're a player and they, they're destroying the church, instead of just kick them out so they can go to another church, what about counseling for that person? What about, you know, um, walking with them, men walking with other men to help them get to a better place. Because I know some stories of men that was in one place, but when they got with the right person and the right pastor and the right um, um, church, they became better men of God. So you they can't just to, throw people away. They have you know what I'm saying? Just it, like though. that. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And open to it. Like if that person's open to it and say, you know what? You know what? I was wrong. I submit to you guys. Whatever you guys need me to do to help me get over this, blah, blah, blah. And that and that's right. But I'm just saying. Sometimes we just want to throw people out, and then you hear your friends at your other friends' church, and like, yo, man, y'all know this dude? Like, yeah, we kicked him out of our church. Why y'all? Get... You know what I mean? So it's just like you just creating church problems, just kicking people out of churches because they're gonna find another church to go to. Okay, so so bear with me. Um, Prophet Josiah challenged me to um, come up with some solutions. Now. This 
This conversation is not for Gavi. This conversation is for us. It's for people listening, people on the, on the Zoom. What do we do to make sure we do not become this, right? Um, and what are some things to help us to keep us, right? That's That's been my focus this entire week. Not to focus on the details of what happened to him, but to be like, okay, let me make sure I'm okay. Let me make sure the people that are really trying to be okay are going to be okay, right? Yeah. So first of all, you have to make sure you actually believe this. If you don't believe this and you're pretending or you're doing this because it's easy money or whatever, whatever, it's not going to work. You're going to fail. Number two, and this one is hard for me um, to articulate because I know a lot of us um, struggle with this part, but you have to watch what you're taking in. Um, what I mean by that is I know I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I don't watch certain things that are crazy, right? Like, you know, like um, uh, Game of Thrones, Succession, this and that, right? Power. I've never seen power. but That's what I'm saying. So what I'm trying to say is, is that I know we have different varying degrees of what we can handle and all that kind of stuff. But even, and this is for me too, even when you think you're handling it well, those things tend to leave deposits they tend to cause slight shifts in what you feel about god whether you whether you like it or not whether you want it to happen or not even the most well-meaning christian if you if you if you're taking in stuff even if you're not taking in things that are quote-unquote bad i'm talking about any podcast social media movies tv shows whatever it is they they cause little shifts in your heart like especially when there's people you admire they'll say something that's like it's a little bit off and you're like hmm but I like them so much, you know, so and, and it just leaves a little a little deposit and it, it shifts your heart in a slight little ways. So w- the reason I know that this is possible, even when you're trying to make sure it's not, is I decided to take a year off of listening to music, not just secular music, but all music, gospel, everything. Right. And I noticed that in that year, you start to realize how much that music and that content affected you, even when you didn't realize it was affecting you. So you're going to have to take my word for you because I don't recommend anybody else do that because it, it was terrible. But <laughs> just be careful. Like, just just be aware of how your heart is moving. Like, you can tell, like, man, I'm starting to be sympathetic to this thing that I wasn't sympathetic to. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? See mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Culture is not necessarily bad. Um, God used culture. You know, the Bible writers use culture all the time to, you know, they grabbed there's little details about culture you can grab and kind of pull people in so they understand the Bible more or understand God more. So it's not bad, but you have to make sure that culture is not pulling you in. All these different things that, you know, have been happening in politics and and, and race and 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 uh, um, little shifts in um, theology of like reform versus this versus that. All these things can like slowly shift your heart. You just got to watch that. Um, you you kind of have to... M- Take a break when you need to. All right, that's the best I could do with that. Next, next thing that came to my mind was um, this whole thing about accountability. We, me and Jeremiah, were part of a church and a part of a artistry team where if you messed up, it was the it was the end of the world. Right, you're getting sat down. It was going to be embarrassing. It was everything that I think everybody thinks we're missing. That accountability piece, right? That corporate accountability. But the problem with that and, and why I started with how I witnessed the old artists tend to hide their sin 
is because you knew that if you confessed this sin or you fa- you were found out to be committing some sin, you knew it was going to be embarrassing. It was going to be terrible. It was going to be painful. You just got better at hiding it. Right. So instead of getting help, you would just be like, well, it's not so bad yet. Let me see if I could kind of navigate my way through it on my own. Right. I don't want to go through this big, embarrassing, getting sat down, people wondering why you're not performing anymore. I'm just going to kind of try and handle it on my own. All right. So that's the danger there. However, the other thing that I want to really highlight is that if your ability to sin and not sin is based on if somebody is watching you and calling you out, that's not that's not good enough. There should be some internal desire to please God that is enough to keep you away from committing sins on a day-to-day basis. There should be some internal like, man, God, I don't want to disappoint you myself without Ryan's being like, hey, I saw you on this website. Or I saw, like that shouldn't be what it takes to get you to not sin. There should be some internal something there. But the external, me being able to call Ryan and say, hey, Ryan, I'm thinking about this and that, to be able to have somebody to say, Sean, that's not good. Sean, you probably shouldn't do that. Sean, why don't you do this instead? Both of those are necessary. You got to have the internal drive on your own to do it. And you also have to have people around you helping you through that when you start messing up. It's not one or the other, right? So that's what I wanted to highlight there. The last thing is, I want to just say this for everybody out there. If you already find yourself sinning, if you already find yourself um, cheating on your wife, having sex before marriage, having sex between marriages, uh, porn, whatever it is, that big sin, right? You've already gone too far. There's no way to clean this up on your own anymore. It's going to be embarrassing. It's going to be painful. That's just how it's going to have to be. It's too late. You're going to have to decide to walk that painful road back to a good place or you're going to be gone forever. So if you're in that situation now, you're going to have to take that walk back. It's too late. If you think you can manage it on your own, you can't. You're going to have to confess this to somebody and they're going to have to walk you back through it. So if you find yourself in a gobby situation, there's no running from it. You have to go through that process. And being able to go through that process and come back will free you. I've seen a lot of people develop scales over their heart, hardened hearts towards sin where they don't even care anymore that they do it. It's too late. Mm-hmm. If, if you get to that point, it's going to take way too much pain to come back. Make sure you don't get that far to where you're just like, you know what? This isn't even wrong. Be careful, man. Like I, I'm starting to see that happening in the church and that's you're going way too far if you get to that point. So hopefully some of this helps. Um, hopefully you don't even get to the point where you need to be disciplined. Um, take a break from some of this media stuff. Even even when you go back, the whole point is as a Christian, your responsibility is to go back to the source. You have to go back to the Bible and wash yourself off of all this culture, right? Even wash yourself off of all the stuff that you were taught. Sometimes when we say we're going back and, and studying the Bible, what we're really doing is going back to the people who taught us and trying to remind ourselves of what they taught us. But those people are fallible. They, they don't know everything. You have to go back to the actual Bible and read it yourself and make sure that what somebody taught you, your pastor from wherever long ago, their conclusion of what they read may not be the truth. You have to make sure you go back to the source and get the truth. 
So hopefully some of that helped. What do y'all think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I was um, at a wedding and you know how I, you guys know I talk to anybody and I just say hello. If I walk up to the table and somebody's sitting there and I don't know them, I just say hello. And I started, started talking to this guy that was sitting across from me and he started just kind of opening up to me and I wasn't even expecting it. You know, we weren't talking about anything. We were just talking about marriage. I was telling them that uh, I think we, we had just had our, our second daughter and we were talking about, you know, all these different things. And he all of a sudden was just like, yeah, you know, I, I used to be married and then I lost my, my marriage to uh, pornography and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, wow. He was like, oh, he said, I said, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. He's like, oh, no, it's OK. I'm a part of a group. And he was just like, I was like, a group? And he was like, yeah. He said, it's like uh, 500, 600 pastors, men of God that are a part of this group that uh, meet every week and they deal with their sexual sin. And I was just like, oh, really? I was like, this is a group? Is it Facebook? He was like, no. He said, it's an actual group. He said, but you have to be invited in. Your pastor has to invite you in. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, it's like 600, 700 pastors that are in this group and, you know, we're dealing with it. And I was just like, wow, that was like an eye opener for me because I was just like, I never would have thought that, you know, that was happening with pastors. I, I never would have thought that it was happening with so many. And then they keep it secret. He was like, it's completely secret, completely confidential because everybody in the room has confessed that that's what their issue is. And I was just blown away by that. But he was telling me that him and the people that he he dealt with, he was like, we we are helping each other. So, you know, nothing to be sorry about. And I was like, wow, that's that's OK. Admirable. Um, but it really made me think, too. It really made me think about like, you know, when we deal with we, we deal with sin, it's just so great of a weight for most for for most of us and for so many of us as Christians when we have left that life behind. Right. And you're trying to be something that you're not like I thought I was doing something good, you know, waiting until um, until I got married and, and all that good stuff, because I was like, OK, well, if my dad did this and my uncles did this and my cousins did this, well, if I do this, then I'll be fine. Right. And so I realized that when one of my friends told me he was like, you live with a chip on your shoulder. He was like, you think this defines who you are. You think this makes you better than other people, other Christians. And I was like, no. And he was just like, watch, you'll see. And so when I lost that identity after I got married, we and Sean, we've talked about this before. It made me realize, like, OK, everything around me is 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 at my exposure. Right. Everything around me is, is up to me to stay away from this and stay away from that. And you have to cut people off. You have to cut situations off. You have to cut, um, uh, you know, the past off. And so I think it's just one of those things where it's a progression thing. Like Sean said, you get with the right people, you stay around the right people and you just continue to let God use you, continue to let God build you up. Uh, Ty, do you one one uh, thing that came up this week was do the ladies in in the CHH space feel safe? Uh, I've been really disappointed with the men um, <laughs> I, sending pictures of their stuff all over the place. There's been several stories of that. Um, do you feel protected? And did you when you when you were on Platinum Souls feel protected? Yeah, I, I felt like I had guys around me who were very concerned about me because I was usually the only female in a lot of the spaces. So um, they were like brothers and they really took care of me. But there were 
you know, as you said, this is nothing new. So there were a lot of guys who were unfortunately doing just a lot of shady stuff. Um, and so I could see other women being impacted by the things that they were doing and not feeling safe. The, the first time I went to um, a big Christian hip hop thing, I was shocked to see the way some women were dressed, the way some guys were acting. And I was like, they're like, what is the difference? This seems just like the world to me. Um, so that was concerning, but I always felt safe, but I knew that there were women in my circle who did not feel safe and who had had encounters with men that were not acceptable that we had to call out so that the other guys would fix it. You know, it's like, well, I don't know if you talked to him, but you need to, you need to go check him because he's doing X, Y, Z. So we were basically taking accountability for each other as women and going to the guys who we know didn't play that and challenging them really and forcing them to go talk to the, go talk to your dude. <laughs> like he's out here just going crazy. So, um, and I think it takes a lot of that for the women to really stick together and continue to call people to the mat and say, this is unacceptable. Cause if we're not acting like it's a problem, then it just perpetuates the whole thing where it's like, well, they're okay with it or she's okay with it or, you know, and if, if we don't say anything and stand up for each other, then it basically all just keeps falling apart. Mm. Wow. Mm. Man, this is, this is, uh, this is a good talk. Um, hopefully it's helpful to anybody out there. Um, man, if y'all are struggling with this now, man, please, um, reach out to, to me. I won't speak for the other guys. I, I believe the same thing, mm -hmm. but if, if you're a young man in, in, this space and you feel frustrated and you feel like you're kind of um stuck in a bad situation we're we're opening ourselves up to to reach out we're, we're here to help you guys as best as we can we're not perfect either but we can share with you what we've learned through our struggles over the years as well so um yeah. please hit us up like literally sean at trackstars.com ryan jeremiah those are the those are the names um and and tell us your stories and we'll try to help you as best as we can um, yeah, just pray, pray for his wife. She's been through a whole lot, um, more than, you know, um, and just pray for her, man. Children she, too. She, yeah. Children, kids, yeah she, she went through a, a lot dealing with, and she tried her hardest. So, um, please, please, please keep them in mind. All right. Let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey guys, this is Miracle from Track Stars. I wanted to make sure you guys know all about the official Track Stars universe. So, if you'd like a free Track Stars t-shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official. That's trackstars.com forward slash official. Yo, what up? This is Triple D, a.k.a. Dayton, representing God over money and the menace movement, and you're in the field with the track stars. Yeah. All right, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tan, and DJ Jeremiah was good. 
All right. This segment is sponsored by Nectar Distribution. You have an opportunity right now, over 200 plus digital outlets for you to submit your music and get sent out all over the place. And then while you're there, check out the single maximizer. One click of a button, filling out a form one time can send your music to over 2000 outlets. So make sure you check out single maximizer and Nectar today. All right. All right, man. It's long for long time. Let's get it going. We're going to have fun, Mr. Todd, we better have fun. All right. So it, what, what this is, is like a back and forth mainstream versus Christian. You may like it. You may not. I hope it's cool. It's just fun. We have fun. It's, it's your personal opinions based on 30 clips, 30 second clips. And you got to like pick between the two. You know what I'm saying? And um, you get one toss. You know what I mean? One toss for six rounds. You know, it's just fun. We have fun here. This is the fun part. We've been, it's a little heavy today. So we, we, we want to be fun and with some fun. All right. So here we go. We're going to start off. This is um, Andy and Drake. You know what I'm saying? Line for line. This is the catalog edition. You know what I'm saying? So the views and opinions of the track stars, track stars, universe, none of the views and opinions of artists, label producer, others. If you're offended by this, please press stop. Now, if you're a person who's a Christian artist, ain't your cup of tea, we understand. We have reasonable people here. We have reaction videos, topics, interviews you can check out. We're not copying any other battle format. We've been doing this since 2000. Andy's not the Christian version. Anybody is just a bit. All right. So here we go. We're going to start off with number uno. Uh, we're going to start off with Drake. We made it. Here we go. If they with me, just know that they with it and bought it. If I said it, I meant it. There's no way around it. OBO reps up and P. Rainers next up while she wake go crazy. When Baka came home for the holidays, I was like, Woogie, we made it. And all of those lawyers, I didn't be paid. My family get all of my loyalty, all of my patience. My life for your life, man. I wouldn't trade it. I would. All right, that was We Made It by Drake. This is You Will by Andy Minio. Here we go. Drake Brooklyn. Oh, your life so hard. Why don't you face your problems? Don't Facebook them. Say you try to make the straight crooked with the porn sites, but I ain't looking. I got bands that'll make her dance. That's a wedding ring for my wife. Bling. I'ma say that twice. Bling. Ladies, if you ain't got one, don't give him none. True love is waiting. And you so work that. I know you heard some bone crap. But if you headed down the wrong path, go ahead and turn back. You're never too far to be made new. They said you damaged good, that ain't true. I testify to that. I ain't lying, Jack. All right, that was You Will by Andy Minio versus Drake. We made it. Um, who y'all going with? Ryan. Oh, Andy all day on that one. Andy. I love Andy. Andy. Trontana. I'm going to go Drake on this one. Drizzy. Yeah. Um, me too. I'll go with Drizzy. So it's 2-2. Oh. Two, two. Okay, it's crazy. up to y'all. It's just the vibe of it. I like the little better. Um, Whatever. I, I appreciate why you guys like it. I'm just saying. To me, it's a little better. What y'all got? I ain't profit tossed already. Okay. That's not smart. <laughs> okay. What y'all got? You only get one toss even out there. Oh, Andy toss. won. Andy caught the vibe. Okay, Andy wow. got it. Three, two. Um, the score is one zip right now. So there we go. All right, so we're going to start off with Andy this time. You can't stop me. Here we go. You don't see where I'm going. You only see in the moment. You know my mistakes. You never let go. Don't cease 
to amaze me and it drive me crazy huh? did you catch every detail that i missed in the songs i'm making singing you will never write a verse like kendrick never be the rapper i got from hendrix tops in the live you will never be mentioned why i ain't so high once about the trenches plus you a christian andy they will never listen andy plus we a pigment andy <laughs> you don't got skill you a gimmick andy well if i listen to you and everything you put in my ear i'll be living like what shut up Ooh, that was You Can't Stop Me by Andy Mineo. This is Drake. What's next? Here we go. I can't just be with you and only you. Yeah, I got one Virgil, got one in that dance, the only two. Man, how many times have I shown and proved, man? How many nights I've been woke, swerving the potholes, not trying to put the wheels on the road, okay? Funny how life goes. He thought he was sick, now we wiping his nose, okay? Soon as you give him your soul, you blow up and they say you're selling your soul, okay? They want my life exposed. They want to know about the highs and lows. Well, summer, all I did was rest, okay? And New Year's, all I did was stretch, okay? And Valentine's Day, I had sex, okay? Mm. I don't know if we Ryan. think that's okay, but what, what's next, Drake? Or you can't stop me, Andy. You're going. I think that's going to be an easy toss for me. Really? Early? <laughs> yeah, because I don't, you know what I mean? Like, for, first of all, y'all know how I feel about Andy. Like, Andy is my guy. So for Drake to even get my attention, is big because y'all know Drake don't really get my attention like that um, with most of his songs. Mm, okay, Ty. Old and old Drake, yes, but not new Drake. Andy. Andy. Okay. I got I got Andy as well. I got Andy as well. What you got, Jeremiah? Um, that what's next goes, man. But you can't stop me. Goes <coughs> extremely well too. I ain't gonna talk like Ryan though. Ooh. Um, Ashley, I am gonna go go with chat. you can't stop me by the edge by the edge. Ashley hit a super chat. Yeah, but she didn't say who she voting for. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had a super chat on the last one too. Yeah. I just texted Ashley. She 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 super chatted for me, so it's a uh, Andy vote. So it's Andy online. This ain't a place to lie. I'm sitting in. The chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what was it between us? <laughs> Um, it was nothing. Drake didn't get a vote, so oh, it was all Andy here. Yeah. Oh, he Ryan tossed. Okay. Yeah. Ryan. How is that a lie and not a joke, John? Why you got to call it a lie? All right. Um, right now the score it's two zero Andy. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna start off with Andy was, this time. This is round three. No, that's right. Here we go. I swear I don't sweat the money, only the music. Now I got the juice and my words got a fluence. That's power to use it. And I don't want the blood. Huh. First off, rap lied to us. Y'all ain't figured that yet? They got the whole world trying to ball out. Ball so hard, but you still got that. I don't respect anybody that's trying to flex. Y'all looking the weakest. Because I was with a billionaire last week and the boy had pellet sneakers on. My homegirl started stripping. I said, chill, get your degree. She told me, Andy, you tripping. You don't make more money than me. All right, that was Andy Minio. No, that's right. Straight. Best I ever had. Here we go. And y'all don't even have to ask twice. You can have my heart or we can share it like the last slice. Always felt like you were so accustomed to the fast life. Having thinking that he met you in a past life. Sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup on. That's when you're the prettiest. I hope that y'all don't take it wrong. Y'all don't even trip when friends say you ain't bringing Drake along. You know that I'm working. I'll be there soon as I make it home. Is she a patient in my waiting room? Never pay attention to the rumors and what they assume. Mm. All right. That was best I ever had. Drake, Andy Minios. No, that's right. We are going with Ryan. 
Oh man. Oh man. Um I'm trying to remember the there was a oh okay, 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 got it. Yeah, I'm gonna go Drake. There's a there's a hook that I was thinking about, but I think that's a little Wayne hook, so the hook would have thrown me off, but yeah. Okay, best I ever. Yeah, okay. Ty. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Drake. Drake. Really? We've got a super chat for Drake as well. I said Drake too. Yeah, I'm gonna go Drake on this as Trizzy. well. Classic. The lyrics in that were very creative. Um, they got one. <laughs> what you got, Jeremiah? No, that's right. I like that. Just an inch better. Just an inch better. Really? So. The best I ever had. Yeah, I do. All right. All right. All right. So, so I don't know what they say on one. Oh, it's Drake online. Drake online. It's four to one. It's five to one now because the online was Drake. Mm. All right, so Drake is on the board. He's got on the board. So what's, what's overall? One to two, Andy. Two to one, Andy. Wow. Okay. All right, here we go. We're going to start off. We start off with, okay, yeah. We're going to start off with Drizzy, worst behavior. Here we go. Who not? Tell me who rock, who sell out in the store. You tell me who flop, who cop the new drop, who jewels got rocks, who else making rap out who's doing numbers like it's pop. Same old pimp, Drake, you know ain't nothing changed with these funny styles. We done put on in the game. I just asked for some blessings at my grandmother's grave. Then it's back to LA, open the mail, staring at the check. Enough to make you thought, man, this girl's what I net. I'm with my whole set, tennis matches at the crib. I swear I could be Serena when she playing with her left. Oh, where I reside, it look like a resort aside. Where your bitch from? I imported mine. Ball miss for my- all right, that was worst behavior, Drake. This is Andy Minio. Mm. I ain't done. Here we go. Just came out of the winter. Just came out like a winner. Had a breakdown, could have stayed down, figure. Rather die trying than to live like quitter. Ooh, yeah, my problem big, but I know God way bigger. What you spec? Once you level up, don't you know the boss is bigger? Yeah, you spend a lot of time daring myself. Then I spend a lot of time comparing myself. Turn into the dad, then the fear of myself. Overthinking to the point I wasn't parent myself. All right, that was I Ain't Done. Andy Minio versus Worst Behavior. Drake, who y'all going with? Ryan. Yes, I'm going to go with that. Andy Minio, man, first of all, just took me back to my uh, my old days when I had bass in my car. <laughs> if I had that song, whoa. He's not lying. Y'all know, I, quick <laughs> story lying. about my, my bass in my trunk when I was in high school. My bass was so loud that at the red light, my trunk would pop open. <laughs> That's how bad, that's how loud my bass was in my car when I was in high school. So, yeah, that song would have hit so hard. Yes. You, you, you have got, you guys have no idea how Ryan was about cars back in the day, but Jesus saves. Still Ooh-wee. is. Jesus saves. Still is. All right, what you got, Ty? <laughs> I'm going to go with Andy. Andy, I ain't done. Um, I'm going to go with Drake. Um, and mostly because this song, um, mixing and mastering wise is a master class like um the way for i assume 40 helped with this but this is one of the crispest songs like i've used this song as a reference to make sure my song was loud enough it's it's like as loud as a song can get without sounding distorted i don't know how he achieves that but it's it's ridiculous so um i got worse behavior um i am too going with worse behavior um, that song. <laughs> um, Somebody hit Drake by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, take off a percentage for Drake. 
<laughs> nah, that, it's, just, it's, it's just one of those songs when it's like, it's one of the most cockiest songs from Drake. Like, it's just like, I can't explain it. It's just, it's a, it's a like, and I think the song is about Kendrick, honestly. I think that whole, half of that album, Nothing Was The Same, was like him throwing shots at Kendrick. Mm. But it was just like, it just got moments. And then the video got moments too. So I'm going to go with um, um, Drake. But that's not enough because online, do we have Andy. Do we have any super chats though? We did. And it was for Andy. So was with Candace? that being said, it is I Ain't Done Took Worst Behavior out. So it's now mm. three. Don't know about three. that one, guys. <laughs> It's mm. <laughs> <laughs> now three one, Andy. All right, so we're gonna start. Who do we start off with first? Last time, did we start off with? Drake? Start with Andy. You start with Andy like three times in a row. We I started did. with Drake last first last time. Go ahead. Oh okay, yeah, we did. We did. We did. We're worst favorite. All right, so we're gonna start off with Andy coming in hot. Here we go. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I'm a bright young man. Tough. Kill the GPA, GPA. and the BPM. BPM. Look, we on. Say what you say, cause that's A with Lecrae From the A train to the A, I'm coming in hot I don't do the most, but I do a lot I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive No big, I feel like Pac I shoot a shot, I'm coming in Nothing can beat this okay. Nothing can beat this, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it I'm just gonna say it you may be Hate right. me all you want, YouTube. Nothing okay. can beat this. Let's go. Right, we'll see. All right, here we Let's go. go. That was coming in hot by Andy. This is Free Smoke. Drake. Here we go. Bow to the face, though. I drunk text J-Lo. Old number, so it bounced back. Boy, wonder got the bounce back. Used to get paid for shows in front door. Money, 5, 10, 20, hand sanitized. Out of your count that. Me and Gibbo was about that. Eating Applebee's and Outback. Southwest, no first class. Hilton rooms, got a double up. Writing our name on a double cup. We ain't even have a tour bus. Girls wouldn't even think of recording me. I fall asleep in sororities. I had some different priorities. Weezy had all the authority. Women I like was... All right, that was free smoke. That was the best Drizzy. makeup you've ever done, Jeremiah. Andy. In life. That Dude, you know who you sound like right now? You sound like <laughs> Kanye telling Saha, yo, if, if that was your best ghostwriting, that, that sucked, man. I've been doing this for almost 20 years. That's the best one, 15 bro. 15 years. That was All right, hard. free smoke. Drake, coming in hot. Andy, who y'all got? Ryan. Yeah, I mean, still coming in hot because that's the, the, the free smoke didn't vibe like like you coming crazy. in hot. And I don't care who you are. You, um, you tell Will Smith that he didn't use free smoke on his intro to TikTok. He used coming in hot. So, hey. <laughs> Ty. Is what it yo, is. Yo, reasonable. Live with it. Deal right with now. it. Ty. I really like Dre's. Drake, Drake's, Drake's <laughs> flow on that, but um, I got to been Dre that wrote it. <laughs> I would go ahead. Dre ain't writing nothing, bro. <sighs> yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to Who did you go to... with, um, Ty? I'm sorry. I went with Andy. <laughs> oh, Andy. Okay, Andy. I'm going to have to toss this one. Toss um, both of them are, are B songs. Both of them. So since I have a toss, mm-hmm. I'm going to use it here. This is the time. <laughs> um, Latrink Lee, you said four ninety nine. You gave us some money. Thank you for that donation. But I don't know what you pay. Oh, Andy. Okay. Wow. Oh, is it Latrink? The Tricker. Yeah. I'm going hey. 
All right, so that Jerry's was five zero for Andy, which oh, makes God. him four one. Wow! Shout out, thank you, Latrinka. The score is four one. Wow! This is, wow! This, this is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to have Yo, tie back one, more often. She and I is... have voted the exact same the whole way through. <laughs> you you got to come back more often. You found an ally. Um, I found my twin. <laughs> <laughs> my voting twin. Right. All right. That's funny, Jeremiah. All right, here we go. We're gonna start off with Drake one first. God's plan. Here we go. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. I hope that sometimes. Mm. All right, that was God's plan. Drizzy Drake. This is Andy. Been about it. Here we go. I'm a you a treat, that's right. You a snack, fighting with your jeans, cause you got it like that. Well, okay, tell me what y'all fake, mad about the date. Now I'm great, cause I remember when I ain't have a way on a date, only had enough to pay for me. All right, that was been about it by Andy versus Drake. God's plan. Who y'all going with? Wow, man, I've been about it. Come on now, <clears throat> talk that talk. Go, Andy. Ty. <laughs> ah. I got a toss, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm using it. <laughs> that's a that means we still we still evened out though. You know no, what I mean? That's, that, that's, that's, that's my divergent. twin. That's divergent. Um I <laughs> I am going I already to use mine. So. I am going to um this is the second place seizure toss. Very very wise. Um which is the better song? They're both very good. Man, I'm going to give the edge to Drake. But if you force me to listen to one of them, it'll was, it was be Drake. I would sure, say, that was God's plan, Sean. Okay. I would say that's one of the biggest songs on Spotify. And I'm, I'm going to go with God's plan. God's plan? Yeah. All right. What's up to y'all? What y'all got? Glad to know what sways you, DJ. <laughs> How big is it? Andy yeah, it was big on Spotify, no, I Jesus, mean, you big. know. It was. It was big, Lord. It was I'm a gonna say. billion streams on Spotify. It's still going. Why you hating? Jesus said, I've been about it. And you like, but it's God's plan. I mean, what, what yeah, I okay. the video where he was giving out money, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. uh-huh. See? That's God. He, was, he wasn't doing album covers over. He was being resourceful with his money. <laughs> Right. So, he didn't even see the video, so you don't know what yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> Andy, Mr. Vote Christian. Did Andy win online? I don't see the poll. Andy won online. Okay. I did so, see but, guys playing video. Talking about Ben about it. So, oh, Ben yeah. about it? Yeah. Just one time. All right, so the final score was three to two. We got to do a music Drake. video. We need to do a music uh, video edition of Line for Line. Yeah, that would be the pretty video, The video plays into your vote, too. That would be dope. Yeah, that would be, be real. All right, dope. so that round went to Drizzy. 
Um, and the score ends up being four to two, Andy Minio. So, mm. you know, this was the um, this was Andy the catalog edition. I probably I probably could have made some more songs from Drake. So so so, so Andy won that. So based yeah. on this, we're saying this line for line God's is declaring playing. definitively that Andy is better than Drake. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I think so. Yes, I've been I saying that since. No more. I've been saying that it. since Sea Light days, man. What are y'all talking about? We have been saying this for a while. Um, we have. We really we said have. the same thing about NF and Eminem. Like we thought, you know, for years we thought for for the especially twin tunes that NF was killing. Um, Eminem, and then we I'll did just, his I'll last just, week. Then it's like I'll just say, there's know. nothing that Drake can do that Andy can't do. That's for sure. There's nothing he can do that Andy can't do. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're very. I think Andy's a. I, I I'll say this: I've listened to more Andy music than I listened to Drake, so I'm probably gonna get yelled at for saying this. But I think, I think Andy is just so creative, and I don't hear that matched with all the Drake songs I've heard in the past. But you know what's so funny? Drake is starting to do what Andy does visually, though. Like when you think of I'm too sexy video, like the silly stuff in those videos, like the yeah. silly stuff that he's done. Like Andy was doing produced, certain stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And not produced, but I'm talking about like visuals, like being silly and being fun and having fun. In your yeah. Videos. Like you think about uh, Pazano's Wildin'. Yeah. That. Yeah. Or even, that even a, You Can't Stop Me. Video. The video for You Can't Stop Me is a very fun fun yeah. video you know what i mean and for years drake would be always Jamel, just showing the money and girls and cars Jamel and said <laughs> it's not fair because andy is really influenced by drake now if that's true that's even more embarrassing right <laughs> 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 so <laughs> we'll leave that there um give me I that actually, mic grandpa i actually think drake is give me that amazing. mic <laughs> and I, I actually love when drake was rapping rapping you know before he just started not um, I thought Drake was one of the best flow flows in mm-hmm. in in hip hop. Um, so who knows? Maybe Andy was writing for Drake at the time. You know who knows? Dang, you gotta let that go. Um, <laughs> hey, if you're not if you if you're not a part of the official universe, round seven today is gonna be crazy. Please join official universe. Uh, yeah. Log in now. We're about to switch over to that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ty, Miss Ty Scott King, for joining us. You know she's yes, you know she's you. a you know she's a G when she stays the whole show. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. She's moving silence like lasagna. <laughs> tell tell people how to find you and support you. Yeah, for sure. If you go to my website, tyscottking.com, it'll take you everywhere social media related. That's T Y S C O T T K I N G dot com. Thank y'all so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for showing up, man. All right, let's Thank get back you. into get in it. my book. You in the field with the track stars, <laughs> Ryan Wright, Shantan, and DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now, I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. 